time with God every day, every day, every day. I will spend time with God. I will pray. I will pray. 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 I will pray. I will be holy. I will be holy. 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 I will be holy. I will be holy. I will fulfill God's purpose for me and my generation. My generation. My generation. I will fulfill God's purpose. God's purpose for my generation. For me and my generation. My generation. I will live the vow. Uh, we are in a, a season of transition. Uh, I just want to tell you, be a little vulnerable and tell you about that. Um, for the first uh, eight years of being here, my role specifically was uh, working on this, uh, these two internships, really. Uh, the Furnace, uh, the Desperation Leadership Academy, and uh, conferences, tours. And that was primarily all that my role was. And then uh, in year eight, uh, I became the pastor of prayer here at the church. And um, that meant that my role was to facilitate prayer for this body as well as this facility. Uh, and so we began, we've began. we begun a journey in, in leading the church in, in, in a prayer effort. And um, out of nowhere, the Lord in the fall, uh, about, about November, early November, God began to place on my heart uh, the word focus. And I began to feel like the Lord was telling me that I needed to really focus on young people. And uh, that was the original word that I felt like from the Lord when I was uh, 18 or 19 years. I was 19 years old. Uh, I was at a youth conference in Iowa. And, um, and the Lord spoke to me clearly out of Psalm 110. And uh, a lot of the things that we've done over the last number of years have been based out of that moment where I felt like the Lord told me to focus on young people and focus on a generation. The Lord spoke to me out of Psalm 110. And when I say the Lord spoke to me, I just mean that Psalm 110 came alive in my heart. That's all I mean. And so uh, I believe that's the primary way that the Lord speaks to us. I know many of you uh, are often looking for a great epic moment where James Earl Jones' voice leans over the balcony of heaven and declares something to you. Uh, but realistically, uh, we as people of prayer and people of the word, uh, the Lord will speak to you, and the, the vehicle that I believe the Holy Spirit's most comfortable riding in is the Scriptures. And so if you're not in the Scriptures, then you will hear God less. Uh, you will hear God less. You want to hear the voice of God, be a man or woman of the Scriptures. And so, um, anyway, so we've been on that journey for a long time. And, uh, and, and so uh, about 2001, uh, Dan left Seattle and came and joined me. Uh, over the years, we've had some different staff come and join. Um, and then, and then uh, this last year, uh, uh, we've had a phenomenal season in the prayer effort. Um, but in November, the Lord began to speak to me specifically about focusing on, on, on students. And, um, and I was kind of shocked by that. I, I didn't really know. I kind of thought that some of the prayer efforts were uh, really fun, and, and I really enjoyed them. And, uh, and, and obviously, everything that we've done is built on prayer. Um, this prayer furnace, everything that we do, this is the foundation. Similar to the Moravian movement, we want at the core of everything that we do to be uh, a hot, fiery prayer furnace in the middle. And so, uh, but um, in November, I, I began to sense like the Lord was telling me to, to really focus in on students. And I began to go to the, the pastors that are above me and began to communicate that to them. And, and that began to be kind of a moment of, okay, what does this mean? What does this look like? And... Um, and uh, then, much to my surprise, um, uh, in December, uh, just before Christmas, uh, uh, Pastor Brent Parsley, who's been a youth pastor here since, um, since December of 2000, 
uh, he, he made clear that he felt like the Lord was calling him to go uh, with his brother Ross to Austin. And so Pastor Brady said, uh, came to me and talked to me about, uh, about being the, the youth pastor here, in addition to uh, the furnace and DLA conferences. And uh, I didn't even need time to pray. I didn't, I didn't ask for time to pray. I looked at him in, the, in that meeting and said, yes, count me in. Uh, because God, I, 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 in a sense, I knew it was coming. Um, I knew something was coming. I didn't know exactly what it looked like. So that leads us to where we are now. That was December 20-something, and uh, this is January something. And um, so we're not very far down the road. Uh, and so many of you have packed up and moved here to be a part of DLA and uh, to come be a part of the furnace. And um, I am so grateful for this next season of what God is doing here. I believe we will be in our most focused season that we've ever had. And uh, I believe that we are headed into a season of taking some of the spiritual intensity that God has called us to do and to be here. And we're going to really start focusing all of our energy specifically on young people. So we'll focus locally. Uh, we, we, this will be an army of people that will uh, disciple young people uh, here. This will be an army right here, this, you and I. This will be an army that will get on buses and go do prayer events, crying out for revival across the country. This will be the people crying out for a move of God, and thousands of teenagers will come to our house here this summer. This, this group of people right here will cry out consistently for young people, and then we'll go put feet to our prayers and go do stuff for young people. And so that's where we're at. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of an intriguing season that we're in right now, but I, I just wanted you to know that story because as Dan leads the furnace and as Tyrell leads DLA, uh, they're going to be, you're going to be hearing vision uh, that is about teenagers and young people here at this church. And, uh, and for some of you that will be new and for some of you that will not be new. But I want you to know that and hear that that's part of the story that we find ourselves in. That's part of what I believe the story that God is weaving. So uh, I'm very, very excited about it. Um, January 27th, it will be, so that's a week from Wednesday, will be uh, uh, my first official week uh, leading the, the Wednesday night meeting. And, um, and that we call that tag here. And, and so I'm excited about you guys uh, jumping in. We're going to give you leadership opportunities uh, like crazy to lead young people. And so uh, we are going to start here talking about uh, my generation. That's the, the title of this series. And uh, some, of the, some of the guys on the preaching team will be teaching here on Thursday nights. Um, and I, I want you to lock in with, uh, with what God's doing in your generation, what God's calling you to do. And, I, and, not, and when I say that, I'm not just talking about theoretically long term. I'm talking about in the present tense. I'm talking about now. As we stare the next eight, nine months in the face, what is God calling you to be? What's God calling you to do? And so uh, I'm going to start off tonight, Matthew chapter 28, if you have your Bibles. Uh, Jesus here speaking. Jesus is looking at his disciples, whom uh, not long ago, a few years earlier, were fishermen and tax collectors. They were merely uh, your average blue-collar workers. Uh, on the, uh, and Jesus looked at them, called them by name, invited them to, to leave all to follow him. And then a few years later, after Jesus has worked miracles, after Jesus has taught, after Jesus has gone to a cross, died, then rose, uh, and then come back and spent time with them, he looks at these common men, and he makes what we know and we're familiar with, because we call it the Great Commission, 
So we, we, we think of it under that category, but I want you to erase that.